Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, happy Monday. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Pieties podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Sean and Petey. How about that? Hell yeah. Thank there you. There we go. About damn time. Put some respect on, on Sean. Oh! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Much deserved. Um, Do you know he is, he is probably, he's like, he's the most versatile employee at PHNX? Yeah, I, 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 I'd like to see who checked off more shows of boxes of the of the shows. Than I mean, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Shane is fully capable of doing everything that I'm doing. Not yeah. saying, and that. the only reason I'm on but everything is because I'm Shane's. saying, have you? Who's been on the most shows at PHN? It could be Saul. Oh, that, that is appeared on. I mean, yeah, Saul's appeared on every show. I've never made like a real appearance on Suns or any or cards really. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. just he's just, just uh, he's a. What's the night? I've called? made an appearance on uh, Swiss Army Knife. I, I was invited. Swiss Army Knife. Yeah, that's yes. it. He's a Swiss Army Knife. Yes. Jack of all trades, master of like one or two. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, Petey, we've made it through two full weeks without Craig. We had one little bit of is this it? Semi-breaking news um, yes. last week with Shane Dome, um, and Four this is the, this is the final week. And Craig is coming home at the end of this week. He will be back on the show starting a week from today. Okay. Um, but we made it. We're almost made it. We almost made it. Yeah. But we do have an update from Craig. And before you roll the video, Sean, um, so Craig is in the south of France right now. Um, and Craig actually got a message from a PHNX Coyotes listener. Yes. I don't know if he's watching right now, but his name is Sebastian Wearmouth. He's actually from Vancouver, Canada, but yeah. is a bartender at this bar called Bar Sato um, at the Maybourne R- Riviera Hotel. It overlooks Monaco. Um, bougie, like bougie. Yeah. This so, is bougie as a kid. So he reached out to Craig and said, hey, like, I would love to have your family. And Craig sent some video of the views. So go ahead and run the tape. First of all, that's Sebastian at the bar. Um, and if you're watching, if you're listening on audio, head on over to YouTube to watch this because the views you're about to see, are you that's ridiculous. kidding me? This is the bar. Look at this. Panning out to the freaking south of France and Monaco. Look at that. The water. That's not, seriously. So this is what Craig's doing. You're drinking your like 10th cup of coffee um, on a Monday morning in downtown Phoenix. <laughs> Look at that. So Sebastian, 
so nice of you to invite the Morgans to your bar. Um, Craig did film a little interview with Sebastian. Craig, as we know, is the king of taking video and audio. I feel bad for Sebastian because he took the time. If Craig is going to do an interview on the other side of the world, would you think that you might try to get some audio with it? <laughs> so it's a really beautiful interview. You just can't hear anything because it's in a very busy restaurant bar. So Sebastian, I'm so sorry that you don't get your props and your actual interview on the show because we can't hear it. But we do know that Sebastian is a Coyotes fan because of fantasy hockey. Yep, and he and, picked up a lot of Coyotes on fantasy hockey. So And then started watching our show midway through the season. So yeah. Sebastian, thank you, and I hope to one day come to that bar. And so if you want to know I'll how to get a job in the south of france oh yeah as a bartender how does sebastian get his job Leo? indeed indeed not an ad <laughs> just, just jumped on indeed i thought i got a picture with a pencil going through the f- south of france want ads <laughs> and circling things with this pencil but no i got it on indeed and now he's that's where he works with that view every day not that our view is bad well it is bad because we don't open the windows because of this whole camera glare thing <laughs> so the view is bad but that's amazing it's unreal so sebastian that's awesome i'm glad he's a coyote fan yep we thank need you more. yep Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're going to talk about the Coyotes today, um, but, and we're going to talk about hockey stuff only, on ice stuff only. Really? We're, okay. we're we're continuing to not talk about the thing, the thing that's hanging over all of us. And I'm sorry. I know that's what people want to talk about, but the truth is we have nothing to report. Nope. So nothing nope. else to add. Nope. Um, and we're going to talk about this idea that the Coyotes are in year three of the rebuild coming yep. up here. Um, they had a drastic jump. From la- from year one of rebuild to year two, um, I believe they jumped up 13 points um, from year one to year yep. two. Obviously outperformed expectations this last season. They're now picking six in the draft in a draft we thought they'd be picking one or two. Um, Mullet Magic played a factor. Clayton Keller had a career year. Lawson Krause had a career year. There were so many things that contributed to the Coyotes' success. And it begs the question... Will they be better next season or will they be worse? worse? Because progress is not always linear. Wow. And Bill Armstrong did sit here on our show most recently and say they're not making the playoffs next year. So at the very least, I mean, watch them freaking do it. But the very least, we know that. So, Petey. I, and I we're going to we're going to answer that question for the end. Yep. But let's have a discussion about I, I think all the things. There's so many different variables that we need to break down to get into the final solution of will they be better or worse? The frustrating thing for me when we have this discussion and and I think people need to be aware of the rebuild is on progress. And Craig Button said we're moving from hope to belief because of the players that they're drafting and the prospects that they're getting. It's unfortunately not because they're here. And that's Logan Cooley, Geeky, Gunther, um, and whoever they're going to draft in the top two picks this year at 6-12. and 12. I think that's why there's so much belief and hope. Unfortunately, none of those people are coming to the Rex U for next year. So we're going to go through a bunch of different variables and categories and reasons why we think this may be better or worse. All right. And let's start with the guys who really stepped up this season, um, despite playing on a roster that originally was thought to be the worst in the NHL. Clearly they proved everybody wrong. And we'll start with the guys who had record years, Clayton Keller, Lawson Krause, Barrett Hayton, and then Nick Schmaltz, um, all had Nick Schmaltz didn't have a record year, but they all had really high level years. 
Can they do that again next year? Honestly, pretty unlikely. And when you have a career year, it's a career year because it's the best of your career. It's hard to do that year over year over year. Um, at some point, you even out. Clayton Keller was, of all of these players, Clayton Keller is the one that you go, oh, my gosh. Like, he he nearly broke the record for, for points by a Coyote in the franchise history. So to think that he can do that on uh, again, probably not going to happen. Can he still be a 30-goal scorer? Can he still lead this team in points and goals? Absolutely. The kid can play. He's he's an he's an all-star player for a reason. To think that he can match what he did a year ago and points wise is gonna be hard. Um I think the the one when we talk about Lawson Kraus, I think this is Lawson Kraus's bar. I think this is where he is going to perennial be. He's gonna be a 20 goal scorer and he's gonna he's gonna tease that 30 number. He may get closer to 30 this year, depending on who he plays with. Can he stay healthy and all of those things? So I think he has more likely it. I think the problem with Keller's is his bar was pushed so high. That's going to be hard for him to do that again. Is he still this going to season. be elite? And can he do it again? I think the answer is yes. I think if you put Clayton Keller on a line in three years with Logan Cooley or Dylan Gunther, like does that change his it output? Does. It does. And you're talking about your, your ability to put up more points and get more goals on a team that has better players and higher outputting um, offensive output, the answer is yes. You're going to get more points, more goals, more assists, more points, more power play points. All of those things are going to come with it. So I, I, I don't think this is the ceiling for Clayton Keller's career. I think it's going to be difficult for him to do it two years in a row with the roster that he is on. Yes. That's all. Yeah. And, and I think he will ultimately, this is a kid that's, that could tease this record again. I just don't think it's going to be two years in a row. When you talk about the other two players, and that's Schmaltz and Hayton. Oh, I'm going to go to Schmaltz first. The last two seasons, Schmaltz played 63 games. Both years, 63 games. He's going to have to make a complete season healthy. He has to. I, I think we've talked about his consistency year over year over year. Nick Schmaltz gets hurt. And now whether that's a product of the way he plays or his game preparation or his physical size and stature, I'm not sure. But he needs to play a full season. But you look at his numbers when he's in the lineup, 23 goals, 22 goals. Schmaltz needs to be a guy that's getting close to 30 goals. I think he's a 25 to 30 goal scorer when he is playing 82 games. Yeah, He needs to play all of those games. And he needs to play consistent. We saw him with stretches of, oh my gosh, he did it again. Or Schmaltz did it again. He has to do that for a much longer, more extended period of time. With Barrett Hayton, I think we're finally seeing the Barrett Hayton that John Chaika thought was there when he drafted him so high in the draft. I think yeah. if you look through Barrett Hayton's first 33 games, he had one goal and four assists. The next 49 games, 18 goals, 20 assists. Barrett Hayton can also get to that 20 goal plateau if he just can start off this season with a little better push than he did. He's a, he's a 200 foot player, plays in all situations. He, I think, is going to be another guy that takes another step forward this year. Yeah, and the thing about Barrett Hayton is he we we said it all season long. It was the tale of like two different parts of the season: his first half and his second mm -hmm. half. So if the second half half is any indication of what he'll be, and you know at the beginning of last season we sat here and we're like, okay, who's the breakout player going to be? And we were all kind of team Barrett Hayton, you know, with a sprinkle of Michelli. And I think we can look back and say it was probably Matthias Michelli overall. Um, this really could be Barrett Hayton's year to 
to step up and be that guy on the team. This yeah, time. he just needs to have that consistently through 82 games. And you see where he fit in at the end when he was playing more with Clayton Keller. And, he, and I know that last week of the season, they were juggling lines every day. Yeah. So, But he played that stretch with Clayton Keller, and they, they were very, very good together. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how the centers on this team slot out to start the season. Yeah, and and who's going to fit? Remember, Travis Boyd at one time was the number one center. Yeah, he falls down to to four at times, and does McBain take a step forward yeah. in the middle of the ice? So I, I'm curious to see how that works out. And, and does Barrett Hayton and Clayton Keller does that tandem um, stay together for the majority of the year? I think we'll get a better sense of that as we get closer. To yeah, the and obviously this is like our way too early version oh, of the show. Like one, th- yeah, July 1st isn't even here yet. Yeah. We don't even know who this, what the we don't know what be. the free eight and we'll talk about the pending UFAs and RFAs. And yeah, when we get to September and we get to training camp and we look at the rot where, you know, we do the thing where we predict the lines and then are completely wrong. Yes, um, exactly. We'll have a better sense of will they be better or worse, but this is our like early look more so looking backwards at the things that made the Coyotes successful last year and kind of just thinking could they happen especially again? with the draft and free agency and things coming up like, yeah you never know yeah let's let's get a baseline for what we think today and but boy howdy we're, we're going to talk about this a lot with our five shows a week by the time they drop the puck in October we'll have our right up to that time tell you where this team is going to be I, yeah. I just think that that we're taking a very early look very early to see that hey there were some positives this year and these were some of those when they're individual performances and, and here's what we think will happen next year yeah and i want to talk about another thing that was a surprise last season um and that was mullet magic um and charles just mentioned it too that teams will be better prepared for the yotes and for mullet i think we saw kind of that the thing that happened year one in vegas the Vegas flu, as people called it. Um, I think this a similar thing happened here with mullet. And now that year one's done, every team has played at the mullet at this point. Does that wear off? And can the Coyotes have the same level of sustained success at home? Or do they still have it because of the energy, the crowd, they're playing in it 41 games versus the teams that are playing in it, you know, one to four times? Yeah, Magic, mullet magic was real, period. Yeah. We, we saw it firsthand. We saw them beat teams they shouldn't um, be be competing with, and they beat them in that building because teams were going through there for the first time. That goes away this year. Yeah. I think you have more players with more experience knowing what to face. I think they'll know the experience. They won't be caught up in the surroundings as much as they will the game this time. I think that I'm not saying they won't win their share of games in the mullet. But you're looking at a team that had over 20 wins at home. And, you know, they had four fewer wins at home than the Vegas Golden Knights. So this is a team that was exceptional at home. Um, I think they'll be closer to a 500 team at home. I I don't think teams are going to come into the mullet and go, oh, this is really cool. This is neat. Look at these stands. Look at, oh, no, we're down tools. (laughs) I I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think they will still be around 500, which is an outstanding home record for the team built like the way this one is. I just don't think mullet magic is going to have that big of an impact like it did a year ago. All right. So there's another factor. I think I agree. I think they'll still have a better, like they'll be good at home. I think they'll stick to being way better at home than on the road um because there is something about the energy in there and and the boards and being familiar with all of that and the one thing that does happen here is that teams sometimes come here and they stay a little longer or they have their rookie party here and all of those you know outs off 
the ice things kind of can play a role in a team's performance. But I agree. I think the 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 awe, the shock and awe factor will will wear off, and that will make teams win more here yep. than they did last season. Um, the other situation, and we don't need to dive into this too deeply because I know we'll probably dedicate a whole show to it at some point this off season, but. The goaltending situation, um, it's a fascinating one. Obviously, the Coyotes picked up Connor Ingram on waivers to start the season. Connor Ingram, I think, completely, you know, I don't know if he outperformed expectations or just played really well. Veggie, you know, he he ebbed and flowed as well. But at the start of the season, Veggie was the team's MVP. Um, we saw Prozvatov come up in the end of the season and, and win some games for the Coyotes. Obviously, and we've talked about this, all three guys, like, will not be on this team to start the season. It just can't happen. We'll dive way deeper into this in the offseason, but a a goaltender shuffle, that can have an impact as well. And maybe they bring in maybe a guy like, who was the guy who was here? John Gillies Gillies, was here, and that's who we thought was going to be the guy. And if it was John Gillies, and no offense to John Gillies, like they probably wouldn't have won as many games this past season. Do they turn to go that route, or do they hold on to these like young, developing guys like a veggie, like a Prozvatov, and you know, are they going to continue to be on the rise? Yeah, and I think that this is the one to me that's going to have the biggest effect on where they finish in the point standings. And it goes back to last season when you picked up um, Connor Ingram, a guy that many saw as the next tier of, of NHL goalies that he was going to break through from the American League. Coyotes pick him up off waivers, and he did exactly that. He had a really good season and it took him a little while to get his footing here for the Coyotes. But as the season progressed... He was really, really good. At points in the season, he was their number one. And you go, oh, gosh, they have to go back with Ingram. His last 13 starts, he gets points in 10 of those games. Clearly, he pushed them over the Connor Bedard sweepstakes edge by playing so well. Um, He's an RFA. Prozvatov, RFA. David Tendick, RFA. There's two goalies signed for next year. And one of them is Anson Thornton, who's playing in juniors, is 19 years old not going to be a factor in in playing for the Coyotes next season. And Vimelka, who and Vimelka clearly is going to be the number one. It's now who's number two. They are going to have, in my opinion, they're going to have to either sign Ingram or Prozvatov to a contract next year. And that will greatly determine how this team finishes in the standings. Greatly. And if I had to guess today, I think it's Prozvatov. I think Prozvatov comes back to this organization with his age and where his, his ability... To, to slot in and and it's too bad for Ingram because I, I think he's an outstanding goalie but I think he'll um potentially get his rights traded before that and he'll probably go on to have like an unbelievable an unbelievable year sure. somewhere else and because this like is where Hill. because this is where goalies come mm-hmm. to ha- like it's yep. like goalie college they come it here is. they improve and then they leave and right. then they are amazing somewhere yep. else look at Aiden Hill look at yeah Aiden Hill Darcy Kemper back to back Devin Dubner, freaking years Gala. Yep. Of like, oh, uh, yeah. and Kemper I know, too. I know the Golden Knights oh, haven't well. won the Stanley Cup yet, but back to back years of a former, former goalie winning, a former Coyotes goalie, crazy. Wow. Ugh. Anyway, um, pending UFAs Brett Ritchie and Laurent Dauphin. Um, pending RFAs Christian Fisher, Jack McBain, Jan Yannick, Matthias Majelli, Connor Ingram, and Prozvatov. As you just mentioned, obviously, like we said, it's only June twelfth today, yeah. so. Who knows which guys are going to go, which guys are going to stay, who the Coyotes are going to bring in after July 1st, what trades could go down at the draft. All those things will factor in to how this all shakes out. But 
What's your gut telling yeah, you? Yeah, this is this is another piece. We talk about the goaltending piece being a huge piece of what happens to this team in the standings. This is the other side of it. And we've seen over the last two years, Bill Armstrong has taken in contracts for those free agents. He hasn't used those free agents to try to get them over the hump to get them into yeah. the playoffs. He's not using this as, oh, I really want this guy. He'll do that. Like we saw that with Yusuf Valimaki. He's a guy that he really valued and he wanted, but he didn't think that's the guy that's going to get us to the promised land right now. He may grow into that. So I don't think this is a team that's going out for free agents. So don't expect this this team to sign some big names in the offseason because it's not going to happen. Now, are there players on this list that are going to be back? Absolutely. You still need 20 guys on the ice. So they're going to get some of these players back. They're just not going to be the guys that are big name players that they're trying to sign to get better right now. And here's the, the big key to this. Is last season, they had a free agent uh, that they signed in Nick Bugstead. <laughs> That was the 13th forward in Minnesota. I feel like we haven't talked about him in Nick. so long. I know. I kind of miss Nick. Nick, And they could always get Nick back. But we, Hey, but did you know you're from Minnesota? I know. Minnesota. I got my Minnesota Cup. You can't see it from there. It's too far away. But I am from, <laughs> from Minnesota. But but Nick Bukes that came in and had a really good season. He helped not just in uh, on the ice, but in the locker room. Yeah. I think he helped with the younger players. I think he was was a leader in that locker room. I do believe that he helped this team get points last year. And, and points in the standings were attributed to how well he played. And his leaving um, when going to Edmonton and helping them with their playoff push, you hit it. You Bill Armstrong hit it on a, on a, on a free agent that he had to sign undervalued that he got, didn't have to pay much and he did a great job. I think if you go to the year before and you look at players like Ladd and Beagle, they were contracts he took on Erickson, Louis Erickson. Mm-hmm. He took contracts on just because they're contracts, not because, Hey, these guys are going to help us win. What happens to the free agents this year? Is he going to take on more contracts? Is he going to try to find guys that are less expensive? Is he going to try to find guys that are great in the locker room? Is he going to, I don't know, but I don't get the sense that right now they're looking for guys that are going to get this team into the playoffs. Yeah. So can they hit again like they did with some of the free agents over the last two years? And then the other thing that we should mention too is that for the majority of the season, the Coyotes had well i don't even know if you can call it the majority for jacob chikrin but they had jacob chikrin they had shane goss to spare um all these guys that got traded at the deadline troy stetcher um nick ritchie and i know those two didn't necessarily have like groundbreaking seasons but those guys were all on the roster for the majority of the season so you know going into next year they're not on the on the roster as well so all of these factors contribute to what we're going to look at next season are there any other no, and I just say when you say Chicker and Gosses Bear, yeah. they were both on points per game defensemen. They yeah. were one and two for this team, and they're gone. So those are holes are going to have to be filled. So what's your gut telling you? Are they better or for worse? For all of those reasons. And I think they overachieved at 70. There's no doubt for all the things. The over-under magic. was set at 65. Yeah. To start and I said season. under. I said under, too. And a team that went from 57 points to the year before, I always said don't be surprised if they get 56 or 55. I think this team takes a step backwards in the standings this year i don't think they have i don't think keller and kraus and those guys have the year they had a year ago i don't think the goaltending is going to get them as many wins as it did a year ago i don't think they hit on the free agents like they did a year ago i don't think mullet magic comes through like it did a year ago i think this team goes backwards in the standings 
but that doesn't mean to lose hope. Yeah. That's just part of the process. Yeah. I think the 70 points was elevated by Bear and the coaching staff, and I know he oh, will yeah. do we, another outstanding job yeah. again. We didn't even give him his No, because credit. that factor doesn't change. Yeah. He is going to motivate, and he is going to be there doing exactly what, what Andre Cherny does. Um, but this is no fault of him or the team. I think they take a step backwards, and I think I'm going under the 65 that was given a year ago. I'm going low 60s okay. for this team. I think it's going to be a tough season. I think they all by the way somebody's writing down the time code for this because we're gonna play yeah. this like a year from now and say oh that was a cold freezing cold take um <laughs> probably i also think they're not gonna hit 70 again but i don't think they're gonna slide under the 65 i've underestimated this team a lot um over the last year so i think they'll get under 70 maybe like right at 65. I, I and, and it's interesting too, because you look ahead and I think this is a question that a lot of fans have and I have, and I don't know if Bill Armstrong would ever tell us straight up, but all year, this all season long, we're talking about Bedard, we're talking about Fantilli, we're looking at the top of this draft, the generational draft. Well, I'm already glancing at the top mm -hmm. of 2024. We've heard Macklin, Macklin Celebrini. Celebrini. There's a few other names at the top of that list. Like, do we need to know about those guys again? Is that the purpose of this season? Or are they going to finish more of like a, you know, middle, not, not necessarily playoff bubble, but like, I don't know. Maybe more no, like the St. Saying. Louis Blues or something. Like a season saying. like that. Like they did this year where they pushed for seven. And here's the other piece of that puzzle is the teams that finished below them, Montreal, San Jose, Chicago, Columbus, and Anaheim, are any of those teams going to get better? And I think the answer is Columbus does. I think Columbus is going to have a push. Chicago may get a push with Bedard in. I don't think they're a playoff team by any stretch, yeah. but I think they get better. I think San Jose is going to be below them. I think San Jose is battling for the bottom another year. Anaheim is going to get Fantilli, whether he goes to college or not, or jumps right in the NHL. I think they still have Zegers and Troy Terry, and they have a lot of pieces. I think Anaheim may take a step up, although they got to solve some goaltending issues. And I think Montreal is better. So I think you're still looking at Arizona being in that bottom three or four. Mm. So I still think they're towards the bottom of the standings. But again... Well, what the hell do we know? Yeah. And well, so and Brady in the chat says what you're saying is we're going to tank again. It's expected that Barrel probably coach him up a few games to get the dub, but I'm hopeful more in performance for the development standard. But again, and don't don't this isn't a tank. And, and that's the difference. I don't think so you don't think it's a tank, but it's more. That's just where they're. Naturally it's just the reality of where they're at. And I think this is just the progression. The, the guys that they've drafted during the tank and during the rebuild aren't here yet. They're not making a daily impact on the progression of this team. And until they do, they're not through the rebuild and they're not done. It's not a tank. They're not trying to get Macklin Celebrini. But if he gets it as part of the fruits of their labor, fine. I just think you're looking at Logan Cooley's going back to college. I don't think players like Connor Geeky are going to make an influence. Uh, Lamaru is not ready to start playing. I, I just don't think the guys that are there in the cupboards are ready to come out and make a big impact on this team yet. It's not a negative it's just reality. Yeah. It's part of the rebuild that those guys have to mature, develop, get older, and play more and get more experience before they're an impact player in the National Hockey League, and it's not next season. Interesting. Well, I think this is something we'll have to ask Bill Armstrong later this summer about what his outlook is. Mean, just realistic is. expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, like, you know, we're seeing in the comments, like, great, another tank season. Like, I, but I don't think that's what you're saying. You're not saying – because – and that's another thing. We're it's a gonna, difference. We're going to have to change our mindsets because yeah. we sat here last – year every winning post game and said about oh Bernard. they're screwing it up it's not that this year i think yeah i think next season it'll be like on the losses we'll be saying okay like here's you know maybe what 
Clayton Keller, how he fell short in this, like looking more at the yes. individuals and, and like, you know, Brady yeah. mentioned the development. <laughs> Brian said the way PD forecast the Yotes win the cup next year. Yeah, my predictions are bad. I'm yeah. bad. No, that's this. why I was like, I was like, the Coyotes are going to cut this and like play it on the Jumbotron in the arena exactly. of you saying they're going to be bad. I feel like this is a good time to promote that PD will be on PHNX Bets with me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on Bets again, by the way. I went 0 for 6 the last time I bet. So tune in and go against me, which isn't a bad pick. Oh, man. Well, whatever happens with the Coyotes, we will, uh, especially this summer, a lot will unfold. I think we should revisit this topic maybe in September mm -hmm. um, and with Craig here as well. And we'll talk to Bill Armstrong about it. But it is really interesting to think. And I think on this version of this experiment, we look back and said, are those things sustainable? Yes. And then now as the pieces move um, over the summer with free agency, with the draft, with trades, we'll be able to look better ahead um, and also see what the other teams are doing too. Like mm -hmm. you mentioned, like Columbus, I've, they went out and made some big trades. Um, they're going to have a new coach. Anaheim has a new coach. Like there's all these things. So we will see. It's really, really interesting. Um, and obviously, BetMGM will have their line out on for Coyote's point total. Points, yeah. It won't come out for a bit, but... We'll keep track of that. Um, the NBA Finals tonight, the NHL Finals tomorrow, championships could be won tonight and tomorrow. Um, and if you want to bet on it, on BetMGM, be sure to do so. And right now there's a special offer on BetMGM, Swing for the Fences. Have you tried this yet? It's really no. fun. So you log into the app and you play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game. This okay. goes through September. You pick a strike zone. You just choose one box okay. and then they throw it like it's a little animation. Yes. And you can just like win something. So you can win a free bet or you can win a profit boost or something like it's just or sometimes you don't get anything, but you can do it once a day. It's really cool. Fun. Yeah. And you've so done it. I've done it. OK. It's really fun. Okay. So check it out on BetMGM. If you, if you haven't signed up yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you'll get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use the bonus code phnx check out the show notes for full details and now you can listen to shane and talk about the disclaimer disclaimer 21 plus to wager visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions u.s promotional offers not available in washington dc mississippi nevada new york and ontario gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER colorado dc illinois indiana louisiana maryland mississippi new jersey ohio pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia wyoming call 8778 hope ny or text hope ny 467 new york call 1-800-NEXT-STEP arizona 1-800-522-4700 kansas nevada 1-800-327-5050 massachusetts 1-800-BETS-OFF iowa 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help michigan Thank you to Shane, by the way. Shout out Shane. I know he's watching. He just got his wisdom teeth out um, this morning. So maybe I'll yeah. bring him a polar pop later because that's just about all he can consume right now, um, which is fine. I mean, who wouldn't want a polar pop? Um, Circle K. We, we love the polar pops. Love their snacks. Can't have those right now. But, but somebody saw you again on the screen. I saw it on Twitter. Somebody else somebody, saw you. And somebody, I, somebody texted me who I literally haven't heard from in like three saw years. Yeah, it was really funny. That was, um, and you I, have yet to see yourself nope, at the pump? Yep, yet to see myself. Hmm. Um, so check out Circle K. You can go inside, grab a Polar Pop, grab some snacks, um, and get some gas. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff. And you can text PHNX to 31310 right now to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find a circle k's near you all right before we move on to our prospect spotlight of the day um i do just want to read michael's comment because he said tank equals playing with what we have without an announcement of the new arena with news the mullet magic will erupt 
Yeah, yeah. That is a you really know what? That's interesting. That's an intangible point. we didn't yeah. talk about. Yeah. If if the the franchise continues to be mired in controversy and questions, this team is going to be bad because that's going to hang over everybody. Hundred percent. The players are all human Coaches, beings. Coaches, players, yeah. management. It's going to be bad. Yeah. If this is hanging over everybody. October, November, and drags on with no solutions. That's a. I've said this before. The way to get last and to be bad is to have trouble in the locker yeah. room. Now that's not trouble of a bad player or controversy. It's no, just, it's just it's sadness. Like think about how your life is affected when yes. there's something going. Like how your work is affected when there's something going on in your personal life. Yep. it's the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. So great point, Michael. Um, thanks for bringing that up. Yep. Intangibles. Yep. Well, turning toward the future, um, we're going to continue our prospect spotlight, our daily spotlight of a potential guy the Coyotes can pick in the 6 to 12 range. We're not talking about the top guys. We're talking about the 6 to 12 range. And our prospect today is Zach Benson. And before we get into anything about Zach Benson related to hockey, we need to see Zach Benson's mullet. Um, so this is literally his hair right now. Um Oh my what God. a flow. This was this past week at the NHL Scouting Combine. Zach Benson would fit right in at Mullet Arena. Yeah, well, I <laughs> the Coyotes should look at drafting him literally just, just for because his of hair. the hair. Yeah. And that, we talked about last year. That pushes year's, him up a spot so for me. Last year, remember who they drafted at the draft last year with that great hair? Connor Geeky. Connor Geeky. Yeah. What team and who does he line mates with? In Winnipeg. Zach in Winnipeg. Benson. Wow, that's a great hairline. Great in, in, hairline. Love it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Zach Benson, he played what? The hairline is a fire nickname. The hairline, for like, hairline yeah. For a really good, like a, a line with the, it's better, it was like the French connection. This yeah. Is, this is the hairline. Hairline, love it. Um, well, maybe he'll be here. Zach Benson, um, like we mentioned, he plays for the Winnipeg Ice on a line with Connor Geeky. He's five foot ten, 163 pounds, had 98 points in 60 games um, for the dub this past season. PD, what do you know about Zach Benson? Well, first of all, my computer is broken, so that makes that's me very sad. really fun. <laughs> my keyboard doesn't work, so that's sad. Um, Zach Benson, here's some things. He He's... They talk about very high IQ. They talk about a kid whose motor goes and goes and goes and goes. The one knock... On Zach Benson is his size. Yeah. And so I want Coyotes fans to picture this is Connor Garland. Hmm. But at the time, this is a better Connor Garland of their draft year. And this is by no means a knock on G. I'm just saying at the, all things being equal, this kid, he's a good hockey player. The concern is going to be his size. Um, he, when he's on the ice, you notice him. He works incredibly hard. He's, he's up and down the ice. He's a very smart player, can play in all situations. Um, I'm just, for this team right now, for the Arizona Coyotes, and I clearly have nothing to do with their draft, I think they have Logan Cooley. They have Matias Michelli. I don't know if they need to have another small player like Zach Benson. I think this is a player that probably will still be available at six. But I don't think he'll be there at twelve. Really? I, I think he'll. I think he's more of a nine, ten, eleven range. Okay. Um, he's very well thought of. He is. He's dynamic. He plays with Connor Geeky that we talked about already. Um, they put up the number of points he has w with his team in Winnipeg. Great shot, high skill, and high IQ. Yeah, friend of the program, Chris Peters, um, had said about him that he he doesn't know if he's a top ten guy just given the rest of the draft class. Um, but as he said, he has enough tools worth betting on aggressively. Um, and he also mentioned what you said, that his size is a concern, but 
He has a high motor and a compete level and a dangerous offensive skill set. So, you know, when you are a smaller guy, if you have, I think, the inner drive to, to outwork everybody else, that can get you far um, in this game. For sure. And we talked about what this what the interview process is like. Um, he may impress people with the things he says. And the other thing we talked about when you get to the draft is you draft for something that you need. And and we've talked about teams that are looking for high skill that might be okay with a smaller player because they have bigger, stronger yeah. guys that can get him the puck. They just need this dynamic or they, they want his presence in the locker room or they want his work ethic. Um, I still think... A player like this is extremely valuable on a team, and I think he can slot into different spots high up in the lineup. Again, I just go back to the question mark on teams is going to be his size. And and right now we see that size is at a premium in the National Hockey League. I think that is going to make his stocks, he'll slide a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, I still think he's a good enough player that you'll see him go high. Yep. For sure. So Zach Benson, we'll see. Maybe he's there at 12, and maybe they consider taking him there um but yeah there's our prospect highlight of the day and again wait here's here's what i want to say about our prospect highlight of the day leah our opinion we don't watch the guys yeah we don't i watch a little bit of highlights but we, i don't watch we're, we're kind of pulling the, yes. the experts we're pulling in their knowledge we want you to know as people that follow the coyotes and fans of the coyotes i want you to understand all of the names so when this group goes to nashville and you hear a name you go oh i've heard of that guy mm-hmm. i've heard you i just want you to hear the name so that not everybody goes oh the only player available is Connor Bedard because it's not true it's a deep draft and people should know these names yep there for sure um and the, you know there's some comments that we like the coyotes have size with kraus and mcbain and stuff like that you know geeky he's tall so you know maybe it's not the worst thing and then you know roaring forks said draft the best player at six no matter who it is like how big is cold caulfield it's mm-hmm. true um i don't based on the draft rankings we've seen i don't know if zach benson is the best player at six but he's definitely the best player at the like wherever he goes and it's going to be in the high yeah. first round he'll be the best player yeah, at that I, point I, and i think and again this is just from the people i've talked to we talked about um, ryan leonard earlier in the week and i think if ryan leonard's there at six ryan leonard's the better player like the yeah they're I just don't know when I, because I, one of the things, the other knock with Zach Benson is his straight ahead speed and his skating ability is, is not to the elite level yet. And I think if you're going to be small, you better be an outstanding skater. And I don't think his skating is outstanding. We talk about a molar just means he's always going and working hard. Doesn't mean he's always the fastest guy on the ice or his, or his foot speed's really impressive. So that's why I think he, he drops a little bit lower from that group where you see there's some really strong skilled skaters. Yeah. You see the need for centermen who are going to get drafted higher. Um, so I, I, I'm not knocking that he's not a good player. I just don't think he has all of the tools that some of the other players that we've talked about already have. Absolutely. Um, Sean just ran out of the room. I was going to queue up our next oh. segment, but that's okay. That's we, okay. Can, we can skip oh, it. But we can do it right now because <laughs> okay. he's coming back. Because what we're talking about at the draft, is that what segment we're going to yeah. talk about next? Is it the draft? Great. Tee it up. So we leave two weeks from, two today. Weeks from today. but We'll be there. We'll be there no. because our flight's at freaking 5 a.m. 5 in the morning. Like, <laughs> who books that? Does Saul book that? Oh, 5 a.m. <laughs> Buddy. Anyway, so we'll be there. So two weeks, but about 10, 10 shows pretty much um, until then. So we're going to do 10 days of Tootsies. 10 days of Tootsies. Until because then. I, I, we've heard what I've got to say about Tootsies. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Tootsies. And by the way, if you get a chance to go to the draft this year in Nashville and try to stop in Tootsies, it will be the place 
to see NHL people. We've already talked to Craig Button, said he will be at Tootsie's. I'm telling you, it'll be hard to get into Tootsie's, <laughs> but I've got it. You know some people? I know, I got another way in. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We just have to pose the delivery guys, but that's a whole new story. <laughs> um, so what I thought we'd do is we do 10 days of Tootsie's, and I want people that are either coming with us or people that are here want to live vicariously through us, I'm going to put pictures up every show between now and the time we leave of Tootsies. The first one, I want to get you an idea of the space at Tootsies. So we're going to go ahead and put up the picture. This is the inside of Tootsies, and this picture is taken from the exact same vantage point. This is two pictures. This is not a big bar. This is one picture from the top of the stairs at the back of the bar. And you could see the stage at the front. Right when you walk in the front door, the band is like right there. You bump into the stage with your feet. Like it's right uh-huh. there. This, think of a trailer home. Like it might be a double wide, maybe. <laughs> but it is tight and it is narrow. And it is hard to get from the front door to where I'm standing on the back steps because you got to get through a lot of people. Just so you can prepare yourself, Leah, it is elbow to elbow. <laughs> And there are people everywhere, but it's very, very, very small space. So this is from the top stairs of the second floor because there is a second floor where there is another band and another stage and another bar. And we will go to both. And then when you take the next stairs up, there is another bar and an outdoor stage. And there's a lot going on at Tootsie's, but the main floor of Tootsie's is very, very small. So bring your patient hat on. Okay. And that is the first picture of the 10 days of Tootsies. Day one of 10 days of Tootsies. I love it. I'm hype. I'm ready. I can't wait. Um, I am excited for those of you who are coming with us to Nashville. Many of you I know are diehards. So you got 20% off on your tickets. Um, We're doing the pontoon boat with all you can drink. We're doing winery, meetups, all of it. um, And all of that. Is this your beer at a winery tour? Just wondering. I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know the answer. Um, but plenty of perks to becoming a diehard, obviously. Like I mentioned, 20% off events, 20% off on yes, merchandise. Merch. By I'm the getting, way, I, I, like, I need a new one of these. Yeah, order some. I, there's some great stuff in the locker. Um, and right now, there's a Father's Day sale going on um, from now until the 18th. It's buy one, get one, half off all shirts and hats in the PHNX locker. And I believe today is the last day to order to guarantee it gets... To your dad in time for Father's Which, Day. What day was that? The 18th. Okay. Um. So Father's Day is the 18th. Today, Monday the 12th is the last day to so get to guarantee get that it, it gets there in time. Get, get off. The show is over. Get on. Or just open it on your phone right now. We'll phnxlocker.com. Um, check it out and take advantage of the sale. Um, but also tons of great perks to becoming a diehard. Obviously, you get access to our Discord where, oh my God, all weekend long, chit-chatting away um arm uh, some armchair gm action i love it i love our discord aren't they very smart very 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 smart so yeah become a diehard and another perk of being a diehard is you get a 50 dollar voucher to mountain mike's pizza when you become a diehard mountain mike's pizza amazing if you're gonna be in arizona for the draft and you're gonna have a draft party Order Mount some Mountain Mike's. Mikes. They have pizza. They have wings. They have salads. Um, use your fifty dollars voucher. We love Mountain Mikes. We're getting a delivery tomorrow, so you'll it's be tomorrow? here. Yeah. I feel like we're having a Monday. So that was Mondays in Mountain Mikes. I don't know. It's Max. Max is in South America. Wait, is he ever coming back? And he sent us a pre-programmed message about when Mountain Mike's. Mikes. I'm excited. And, about but he that. had to do that because we all are so obsessed. We're like Max. When like Mountain when's Mountain Mikes? Mikes? So and I, the one thing I want to say about Mike's Mountain Mikes is it's a mountain of pizza. Like. It, <laughs> But like legit, remember we did the thing at Dobson Ranch? Like it was a mountain of mountain. Yeah, mics. you're right. 
Boy, boy howdy. So if you like your pizza pies. <laughs> boy, howdy, if you like your pizza pies, head over to mountainmikespizza.com. We should make Matias Michelli the spokesman. <laughs> Matias Michelli and the Mountain of Mikes. Like, is he not the perfect guy? He's perfect. You should pitch Matias that to Michelli's the market. M&M and M&M. <laughs> Matias Michelli and Mountain Mikes. You know, it's a, there's something in there somewhere. I'll work on it. Oh, okay. Well, you can go to mountainmikespizza.com or to their Mesa, Chandler, or Tucson locations to place your next order. And as a reminder, new diehards get a $50 voucher upon signing up. All right, PD. Last thing of the day. We had game four over the weekend. We never even talked about game three, um, but it doesn't really matter. matter. Florida's down 3-1. Vegas heading home for game five. Could win the Stanley Cup on Tuesday. What did you think about the last weekend? We'll look ahead tomorrow, but what did you think about the games? You know what? Vegas has just been too good. And, And I don't think Florida ever got their feet back underneath them after the nine-day layoff. I don't think they ever became the wagon that they were for the last two rounds, and that from Bob Rofsky on out. I don't think they ever had the offensive push that they had during those games. I don't think they ever found their speed. I and We talked about it last time we talked about their games as they got away from their speed game and got to the physical game, and I thought there were glimpses in game three and four where I go, oh, okay, they're, they're getting their offensive wheels back together, and they're going to get their offense going again. And then it would go back to... Um, dumb penalties and sitting in the penalty box and you, you can't win important games when you're playing selfish and stupid and and unfortunately i think that's where florida got off the rails this entire series i don't think they were able to have the discipline to get through and and i i was hoping for a better series than what we've seen i thought they were more evenly matched but i tell you this this vegas team has really surprised me their ability to score and defend and play both ends of the ice has been amazing they, they've they've truly been the best team in this playoffs yeah. and i i one thing i want to say is funny we sat here and we're guilty of it the entire season all we kept saying was the east look at the east look at the east no look but at we Boston. also said don't discount the west and here we you did. go yeah now now the west is going to roll through and and you're going gosh once Boston got eliminated, you start going, oh, my goodness, maybe there are some good teams out West, too. So I think, you know, that that West Coast or East Coast bias, it's real. Um, this Vegas team is good. They're deep. They're good players, have been good players. And Aiden Hill came out of nowhere to be a star. Yeah, we need to talk more about him this week, too. For sure. Um, because he deserves his flowers. I have to say I'm disappointed because I think seeing the – the route Florida took to get here, the route Vegas took to get here. We saw on MGM how evenly matched the lines were um, in terms of the favorites. It was razor thin margin. Um, We saw game one, you thought, oh, this is going to be a really great series. So I, just from a fan who doesn't really have like a legitimate rooting interest, I'm feeling disappointed because I wanted it to go seven. I wanted it, you know, to be, you know, one here, one there. Like I don't want to see a team... I don't want to see a team win in five. Like, yeah. that's boring to me. I, and hey, remember, Flora's been thing. here before. Oh, yeah. Like, so don't. We'll have to tune in tomorrow to bats to see what we really think. And, but. and don't discount. Yeah. Do not discount Florida because, like, again, this is the episode of too. You cl- anyone clipping our cold takes. But do you remember last year? This, this exact setup was the Colorado Avalanche were headed home to close out the series in game five. Mm hmm. And everybody, every, and I mean, everybody said, oh, Colorado's going to go back and win this at home. And guys were planning 
uh, Stanley Cup parties and events and the bars downtown were like oh, yeah, planning yeah, yeah. for this. I do remember this. Man, they didn't win. I mean, the Panthers, I mentioned this uh, last week, the Panthers were down 3-1 to the Boston Bruins, who are like the greatest regular season team of all time, so... And Dan brings up a good point. The Kachuk injury and what, what does that mean? And they're they're being hush-hush and what's his status and how much will he play and can he play? And my, all of those things, his ability to be a factor in the game is hindered if he's hurt. There's no doubt about it. So how hurt and how much can he make an effect on this game? He's going to have to be a guy that can help provide something to his team. And mm-hmm. he's a player that can do that even if he's sitting on the bench. And yeah. It's just motivation. So let's hope his injury isn't severe enough that he is able to to be a player that can that can make an impact in the game in game six because five game five if he can make an impact in game five I just you do worry about game fives when it's people say the hardest game to win in, in is the final one and it's this Vegas is can't get ahead of themselves. Florida is good enough to win. Their goaltender is good enough to win a game. They have enough offensive weapons to score goals. You cannot look past it going, oh, we this is it. We're going to win at home and we're going to have a party. So if, we'll talk more tomorrow. If Florida but, comes back and wins the the series, yeah. it would be Unreal. wow. It would be wow. Wow. Um, just yep. like wow. Wow. Beer. That's How about amazing. That? How about wow. that? Um, <laughs> uh, do, do, can I tell you, are we going there? Yeah. So... People may or may not know, because I don't know if I talked about it here, but I'm getting my house painted. <laughs> By the way, if you want to get claustrophobia, get your house painted and they put plastic over your window yeah, for the Craig whole weekend. Yeah, Craig sent in his picture. It's like, here's my view of Monaco. Yeah. And then PD sent back, here's my yeah. windows all taped Tape, over in my literally house. Literally, can't look out the window. for, for day, And over the weekend, it's miserable. So I saw my neighbor. He was out working on his car. So I brought over, true stories, middle of the day. On a Sunday, I brought over Wows. Nice. To his driveway. We sat in this driveway and drank Wows. Love that. Because it was a perfect sunny day when you're working on your car. I wasn't working on my car because I don't. He <laughs> was. And we had Wows together. I love that. I love that. Um, wow goes well with anything. Four Peaks beer goes well with anything. Um, I especially love drinking a beer while watching sports. So this could be the last two final games in NBA and NHL today and tomorrow. It might not be, but either way, make yes. sure you have a Four Peaks beer in your hand if you're 21 or older, of course. Um, and you can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. But you got to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Anything else before we head out? No, I, I mean, we're getting close to the end of hockey. Yeah, we're getting close. And we're getting close to the draft. The draft thing is, is freaking me out. <laughs> two, two weeks from today, I've actually started to go through my closet and go, what am I going to have to oh, bring? Yeah, me too. Like, we've got to do wardrobe things because we got to do things. We're going to the NHL award show. Yeah. We're going to the draft. We're putting on live shows. We may walk and talk if anybody else is interested in that. They may or may not because we're going to have a lot of people there to walk and talk with. Um, and we also have to find time to get. Um, fun. I was going to say to get drunk, but get fun. Get fun. Get fun. Get fun with us. So that's the other thing. Tootsie's at the top of the stairs. They have a barrel of fun. You know, like the big, the big barrel full of ice and beer. That's by the way. That's where you should order your beer from. The top of the stairs in the back. They have the big metal barrel of beer, and they got the beer person there. What you don't have to wait in line. Love it. But you have to like one of the beers in the barrel, and you usually can find one of the beers in the barrel because I have more than one beer in the barrel. So it's a beer, beer barrel, beer, and that's <laughs> say where it one go. more time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tricks. I got to teach you because the, the the bathroom is in the back corner. You can't <laughs> get to it. This for day two of it's going to be unbelievable. I'm gonna. There's a couple of bathroom hacks 
Tootsie bathroom hacks. Good Lord. PD is a wealth of knowledge on Tootsies and hockey. Yep. Um, <laughs> we will be back tomorrow live at 11 a.m. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Sean underscore to pause. Follow Craig and his pictures at Craig S. Morgan. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. We're live every day this week at 11 a.m. So join us here. Set a reminder. Block off a lunch hour on your work calendar. Whatever you got to do to join us. Do you want to tell who's on tomorrow? Or is that not for sure yet? Um, we oh, have wait. we have two guests this week, so okay. stay tuned. That's yeah. all I got to say. Okay. Um, but everyone, we appreciate you so much for being here. Be sure to hit the like button on this video. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back at 11 a.m. on Tuesday. Until then, enjoy the rest of your Monday, everybody.